0: You're listening to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Activia. Activia offers a range of yogurts that help support a healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins.
1: Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.
0: Folks, a very big welcome to the latest episode of the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. Folks, it's possibly the most important episode of the year so far. It's the back to health episode after a summer of excess. Lots of rosé, lots of barbecues, lots of lights out and lots of indulging. Kids are back to school, uh, routine is back to normal, and life is back on track. So we thought we would gather three of Ireland's most fabulous experts in the studio to give you all the tips, tools, and tricks that they can give you, that they themselves use to get back on track, and that you can use yourself. I hope you've had a wonderful summer, but lying in the sand, it's time to get back on track. I'm not going to mention the Christmas word just yet because not that far away, Uh, it'll all be ball gowns and little back dresses and suits and all that kind of stuff. So let's get the top tips out of our experts today with Janet Cleary, clinical nurse and mindfulness coach, Peter Thorns. Wellness advisor with Spectrum Health and Holly Carpenter, businesswoman and blogger. Welcome, everyone, to the Real Health Podcast. Hey, Thanks, thank Karen. You. They're kind of quite nervous. They're all freaked out now. How are we all?
1: Yeah, very good. Thank you. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Peter, let's. Uh, I'm going to start with yourself. Uh, let's chat about what you're seeing on the front line. So, you work in terms of wellness uh, in the office environment and with clients and stuff as well. What are the normal things you see after the summer? What are people coming back with?
1: Um, I suppose, yeah, so part of my role would be conducting uh, health coach consultations in both private and corporate settings. And so basically what I'm kind of seeing is over the course of the summer, it's kind of like around Christmas time, as you mentioned, there people just go off track. You know, maybe eating habits are, are kind of out of line. Um Maybe barbecues, um, out kind of maybe partying a little bit more, going on holidays, stuff like that. So just a regular routine is kind of a bit disrupted. Um, obviously, with kids off and, and stuff like that, then as well, it can it can really disrupt um, people's routines. So then, kind of coming back to September, we see we typically see a lot of people booking in again, trying to look to get a bit a little bit of structure again, um, a little bit of advice, and get a get a program up and running again.
0: Okay, so it's about getting measured and starting a measurement, I suppose, after the summer and putting that put kind of starting point.
1: To get back on track, yeah. Typically, we see September is the starting point for people again. It's it's a quite it's quite a lot like January, really, in a way, where people are kind of getting their goals, um, kind of going again, j- just trying to get that structure and uh, back into the routine again. Okay, Holly, welcome to the Real
0: Health Podcast. Um, you have a huge online presence. Does that bring pressure with it to stay on track twelve months of the year? And if so, how do you handle that?
2: Yeah, I think the whole Instagram thing. There is a lot of pressure that comes with it, and you're exposed to everyone's life all the time so you're watching other people's stories you're watching your own stories back and it's hard not to compare yourself to other people as much as I would preach that we shouldn't do that that's the last thing we should be doing it's so hard not to so I think like at this time of year like you were saying it's it is like January almost but it's kind of a nicer January because it's not dark and cold yet it's still bright but people have goals so I think yeah with the whole thing on Instagram I'm starting to see people now are back in the gym on their stories you know people are starting to think that It's not that long until Christmas, like you said, and you want to start feeling good again after Christmas. I mean, after summer. But um, yeah, so like I think with Instagram, there's a lot of information out there like i follow a lot of accounts that have recipes workouts but there's so much information that it's almost too much there's people saying i should go vegan people saying you should try a keto diet people saying you should do this and then people out doing sunrise swims like four hours before i've woken up and you're just <laughs> like how am i supposed to like compare to all this and you know you see people as well with like babies and stuff and they're flat out in the gym so it's hard not to compare but i think the biggest thing that anyone should do if they're trying to get their goals going and get them set is just mind your own business and look at, look after number one because it doesn't matter if someone's out jumping in the swim at 5am or eating chickpeas for breakfast like it's irrelevant to your life just try and do what's best for you.
0: And do you find a huge pressure in terms of the fact that you've got so many followers and like how do you handle the pressure of that or if someone posts a negative comment I'm always fascinated by chatting to anyone who's that who has any following on social media because I do think that that comes with it um, not just responsibility but uh, the pressure of a negative comment how do you deal with that
2: yeah it's tough like I mean you do get a thick skin I think I started modelling when I was 19 and I spent 5 years modelling went to Miss World did Britain's Next Top Model. so all of those things there's huge pressure involved but I put myself in those situations so I'm not going to ask for any sympathy like <laughs> I, I loved it as well <laughs> do you know what I mean and um, Um, But I think modelling was when I felt the most pressure because my measurements were on a website. If I was booked for something and it says I have an X amount of inches on my waist I have to arrive looking like that mm-hmm. whereas with Instagram it's me it's my life it's my dogs it's my breakfast it's what I'm wearing at night it's what highlighter I'm wearing it's it's more personal but at the same time I still feel like there's a pressure that when you go out you need to look as good as you look on your Instagram and sometimes I get messages from girls like oh I saw you in Brian Thomas today and I was too nervous to come up and say hi and then I'm thinking oh my god I was in gym gear at no make one <laughs> surprised you <she> <laughs> did bloody recognize me do you know what I mean so there's that too but I think that's where you gain from just being yourself online because if you're authentic then people won't be disappointed hopefully when they meet you.
0: Okay. Janet, um, after the summer, people's habits go out. Literally, they've, they've fallen off the wagon habit forming and getting your habits back on track is one of the key things people can start doing now to get their health back on track isn't
3: it yeah absolutely and i just think you know just hearing holly talking there you think oh my god that awful pressure but i suppose when you're doing mindfulness with people you can always go back you can start again you know it's like the beginner's mind that's part of something you learn even when you're doing a course you can start again tomorrow start again the next day it's never too late and then it's never too late to start a new habit you know that kind of way and just you know starting with the self-care that's huge isn't it you know but you know september why not get back into self-care you know start something new again
0: and is there a time frame i know that the famous is is where there's 28 days for Mm. for a habit to become a norm Uh, does that ring true
1: or i don't know? know i
3: think it's very different with different people and it really depends where you're at and you know if i'm doing a course with people it's very much about meeting somebody where they're at like for example you know depending on what you do you know the lay of healthcare or the you know the pressure of modeling all that kind of stuff being a nurse where are you at and where's your family at and where's your priorities and you know and what's your priorities i suppose that's part of it maybe as well okay so
0: it starts with a little bit of journaling for once for a better word a little Mm. bit of work on yourself which is pen, paper you know write down where you're at this current point in time and then where you want to get to in terms of your goals in terms of your targets and getting your measurements done like Peter was saying earlier on it's setting those benchmarks and setting those targets
3: yeah and maybe not giving yourself such a hard time as well, because, you know, people beat themselves up all the time about everything. I put on weight over the summer, you know, uh, this has happened. I'm not eating well anymore. You know, I've, you know, spent too long, you know, on Netflix, all those kind of things. And you're always beating yourself up. So, you know, part of being mindful, I suppose, is about giving yourself a little bit of compassion, not a get out of jail, you know, free card, but, you know, just like, okay, where can I start and what's realistic for me? Not for everybody else. Um, I don't have any Instagram following, which is quite a relief, <laughs> I have to say. I just have to turn up for work, and that's it, you know. Um, so it d- I definitely think it depends on where you're at
0: yourself. Okay, Peter. People coming back. Um, what are the the com- common mistakes they make? So what are you seeing all the time? Uh, there's, there's, you know, January we know that, but in September, people after the summer, what normal? What issues? are they facing what are they doing too much of or too little of or trying to do in terms of crazy mad diets out there
1: I suppose what with like there's a few very common barriers that we see all the time um such as lack of time kind of barriers like that you know if you if you're a working as most families now both parents are working they have kids there's a the pressure of family life and um, your your job and everything then as well so time would be a huge barrier and um, so trying to find a way around that and I suppose the message that we try and get across to people is it no matter what the barrier there's always some way around it and as Janet was kind of saying there it's it's about what suits the the individual so um Typically, what we would try and promote is, you know, like you don't necessarily need to try a specific type of diet or you don't need to become like go off and do like 45 or 60 minute sessions. Just even the smallest step in the right direction is kind of the the best place to start in January. But I suppose the, the main thing we see is, is people kind of they go from having a very kind of um, upset routine to try and get everything perfect in September. And. You know, like you're never really going to get everything absolutely perfect and kind of get your workout, your diet, everything spot on all of the time. So it's just trying to make small little changes again in September. And then like you were talking about habits, then if you can if you can kind of keep those small little changes for a month or two, kind of they start to ingrain in your behavior patterns then. And and hopefully then that kind of that kind of carries you through. Okay, Holly,
0: what crazy changes have you seen uh, people make. You talked earlier on about, you know, people that swims and chickpeas for breakfast mm. and all that crazy mad stuff. Mm. Um, what, have, I suppose, what's out there in terms of uh, uh, diets or workout regimes? What, what mad stuff is out there at the minute?
2: I suppose, like... I'm not proud of it, but I probably have tried every quick quick fix out there. Okay. Like if there's a juice detox, I've tried it. If there's some mad diet, I've tried it. Because the pressure gets to you and you're advertising like when you're younger, if you're 21 and people are saying, just do a 10-day juice cleanse, your skin's going to be glowing." I was like, okay. <laughs> so like I've tried all that stuff and the migraines and the tiredness and everything and all of that. So I think people do try and push themselves too far. And what I've seen amongst my friends is that they've hit the ground running with the gym so much that they end up, like unwell burnt burnt out and just exhausted so you need your rest days and i think for me like like you were saying small changes where if i make sure that i'm drinking at least three liters of water a day i'm taking fish oils i'm having a peppermint tea a day i'm getting enough sleep because anytime any of my friends are their skins breaking out or they're stressed or they're emotional and they don't know what's going on it always for me just comes back down to water and sleep I'm like, are you hydrated? Are you tired? Like, And then they they always say, oh, Holly's going to say now, how many glasses of water have you had today? <laughs> and I'm like, well, are you de- de- dehydrated? Because I just think that simple things like that make such a huge difference. And I just start try and get my 10,000 steps on my phone. I think apps these days are really helpful. I look at how many steps I'm getting. I use an app to see my sleep. I use my fitness pal sometimes to track my macros. Because you could think you're being really healthy, but you're actually you know some protein bars and stuff out there you might as well be having a snickers yeah. so i find that actually making sure that you're reading the labels on things and you're because you know there is so much false advertising out there and if you were to follow everything that people are saying they're doing on instagram you might end up actually gaining weight because <laughs> someone could be paid to promote some some like protein bar that's actually not gonna do you any favors yeah
0: so using technology is a big tip from your end yeah then, in terms so. of your fitbit tracking in terms of your macros yeah. my fitness pal and then sleep tracking and stuff like that as well yeah
2: without getting obsessed with it i think with everything there's a line and i think sometimes you could be over like it's hard it is hard i think no one really knows are, are they doing enough are they doing too much um but i think you just have to check in with yourself regularly and go okay how do i feel because you could think right i have a new personal trainer i'm training every day i'm only eating this amount of calories but then why, why haven't I really sleeping that well? Why have I, why am I snapping at people? Because mm-hmm. I know if I'm, if I'm over, if I'm overtired and too hungry, I'm just a Oh, that's hangry. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's never good. <laughs> it
0: comes out, it's not a good look. <laughs> Janet, uh, breathing. Okay. Really important. I know it's something not just yourself, but anyone we talk health about. uh, Breathing becomes a really popular thing. People talk about all the time. Um, Tell us your thoughts.
3: Okay, so it seems funny to talk about breathing, doesn't it? Because obviously, it's something we have to do every day, all day. You can't leave home without it. You have to have your breath. But it's just basic, pausing and listening to your breath. The difference it makes is. you know it's transformative really you know just taking a pause you know people think oh you know oh, what, what do you mean John what do you mean just listen to your breath you know what's that going to do but it's like even you know thinking okay you know um, I need to pause I need to breathe I need to know where I'm at you know oh what you know I'm overdoing it on my apps mm-hmm. on my Instagram on my head is full you know everything is going on well what can you do you can actually just use your breath Again, that's what you might learn on a course or, you know, from apps or whatever. Um, You think it's like, oh, sure, I know how to breathe. But it's about stopping and, and, and breathing and taking a pause. So it's very powerful. It's hugely powerful.
0: Give me simple ways for people to get that into their day. In terms of st- you know stopping, so I suppose, and Holly, you'll love this one, but you know, putting your phone down during oh, meal times yeah, or something like that. Yeah,
3: yeah. I was listening to you about leaving you know the phone outside of the bedroom. Oh yeah, yeah Huge, yeah. like massive. You know, obviously when we're doing courses, you know, that's what we're saying to people to do. We're challenging. You know, we can't get you can't get rid of your technology. It's lovely. We all love it, but can you just take a little sp- you know step back from from it? You know, so if you're a bit more mindful and you're a bit more self aware, you're like, oh my god, i have my phone on me all the time. You know, I'm missing moments. I'm not present. You know, technology is huge. You know, that's a big thing. So the tip would be if you could start your morning off, you know, lying in bed, you don't have your phone beside you. It's not the first thing you do. That is a really good start to your day. I'm guilty. Guilty
0: as charged. Yeah,
3: yeah. But it's, you know, even if it's outside your bedroom, at least you've woken up and taken a breath. Haven't you? Or maybe just like, I'm glad to wake up today. Yeah. What's gonna happen? You know, there's some lovely little exercises you can do with like a bit of gratitude, you know, waking up and, and having a bit of, and again, they're habit forming, you know. It's you know, just because you've never done them before doesn't mean to say you can't do them again, you know? But technology will be huge, huge and, and taking a little break from it, okay. you know.
0: And the gratitude, being waking up, Putting your head in the right mind frame for the day, the right, yeah. right headspace for the day, yeah. being thankful for the what's coming ahead, and yeah. just being aware a little bit more.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Awareness is huge, isn't it? And it's like you know when people take a little bit of time to pause and become a bit more mindful, what happens is your self awareness can rocket. And You know, I mean, you have to be outside or on the road or in the traffic to realise how people are lacking so much in self-awareness. You know, even the way people are driving and, you know, everywhere you go, you know, people not communicating. You know, again, it's kind of down to technology sometimes, losing the art of, you know, uh, conversation and human connection, which we all need. I mean, you know, that's proven time and time again, you know. Um so it's just yeah, it's 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 all so important, you know.
0: It's crucial. Folks, you are listening into the Real health podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. It's our top tips to get back on track after a summer of excess episode. We have three fabulous guests in studio to give us all the tips on how to do it. Peter, um measurement, we talked about that already. If there's one I know you hate this question because I always hate this question people ask it of me. But if there's one key measurement people should measure, or give me three. Let's, let, let's be nice to you. Give me three measurements that people really should measure after listening to the podcast when they want to get back on track. If so, what are they and how can they measure them?
1: Um, so first of all, definitely something you shouldn't really concentrate on too much is your weight. Kind of um, what we normally see is, you know, once once you start it, it can become quite obsessive and, you know, next thing you're on the scales every morning, checking your weight kind of and stuff like that. And it can lead to, again, like lead to bad habits. Mm-hmm. So kind of um, something that's very important is body composition. So your body fat percentage and your muscle mass kind of or your ratio of muscle mass to overall weight. So they would be two very, very important ones because um, what you can see is once you start exercising and stuff like that, you, your body will start to develop a little bit of lean muscle and maybe you're having a reduction in body fat. Muscle is more dense basically than body fat, so sometimes this isn't reflected as a change in your weight but what you will do is you'll see by getting like a proper consultation from a health coach or in a gym or something like that that you'll be able to get your composition taken so you'll okay, be able so to get, see yeah, some
0: composition is crucial so if you've got to weigh absolutely. in make sure you get your composition checked yeah, Absolutely. and when you're losing weight you want to lose fat
1: as opposed to losing muscle yeah absolutely so you want to keep as much muscle as you, as you can on your body yeah. um, uh, next one then probably would be your measurements so kind of again instead of concentrating on your weight you concentrate on your, your actual physical measurements so by taking a few simple sites like your arm, your leg kind of across the thigh or across the middle of the upper arm, across your your waist or your tummy, you know, they're very simple measuring sites that you can actually see changes. So essentially what you're looking to do is, as I said, lose fat, lose the weight in the areas that we we don't want it, um, uh, typically out to the front for males and then kind of, you know, it may be developing a little bit of muscle mass kind of and uh, where you do want it. So, you know, your legs or your upper body or anything like that. Great. And third tip? Um, A third tip really, I suppose, would be, it's not, not a specific measurement, but just your fitness in general. So we often concentrate, again, kind of, you know, on weight or something like that. But just by taking part in, in exercise, just your well-being, really kind of, you know, measure your well-being in general, like when you start to get a little bit fitter because of exercising or eating clean and stuff like that, or or your skin starts to get a little bit better, like notice all of those things as opposed to just putting it down to one thing, you know, my weight hasn't changed. So therefore, I'm not happy. There's loads of other things that, you know, if you feel start to feel fitter and stronger or more flexible, you know, your skin's clearing, all that sort of thing. There's loads of different kind of metrics that you can concentrate on And, of course, if
0: if you want to measure your fitness, you can do something simple like a one-kilometer walk or run test or one-mile walk or run test or something like that. So you have something to benchmark
1: against all the time. absolutely. Like even doing something, yeah, a one-mile test or, you know, how many press-ups you can do, how how long you can hold a plank. You know, there's some very, very simple kind of little tests you could do to test out your fitness. Okay,
0: great. Holly, um, from following you online and even from just chatting to you today already, you strike me as quite the optimist. Yeah. Very positive, very upbeat, um, optimistic, you know, is, is a really good trait. What tips would you have for people to become a little bit more like that in terms of themselves? You know how they can be more optimistic in their in their own daily lives. I it's suppose, a quirky question, but yeah, it's just, it's I, quirky, I, I but haven't planned I, on I, asking, yeah. it, but just from meeting you and following you and it's a, just you're very happy. You're mm. a very happy, bubbly like, person.
2: I think what I try yeah. to do is I try to catch myself because, like you were saying, we can all beat ourselves up too much. And if even if it's something like if I've eaten something, I'm like, oh god, you ate loads there, and you haven't been to the gym since yesterday. I just stop myself and like I, I don't. I'm not going to say I take a deep breath or anything because I don't know much about the whole breathing thing, <laughs> even though I'm doing it right now. Yeah. But I don't know how you to are. do it properly. Yeah, right. um, but I just kind of try and stop myself and just speak kinder to myself. I think over the years of when I was modelling and I was younger, it was definitely just so hard on myself and I took everything so badly if if I didn't get a job or if somebody said something about my weight. Like, because I'd be going to a casting at 20 and they'd be like, yeah, no, sure, her skin's not great and she's not going to fit into those jeans. And you're kind of like, wow. yeah, okay, that's fine. How am I going to, like, have the confidence to go through the rest of the week and go to a photo shoot and stand there and do you know what I mean so I think that from being in a place where I did take everything so to heart it kind of actually gave me a thicker skin and like you said there are people on Twitter and Instagram who are always going to have something to say so if I was to get offended and upset every single day by something someone said to me like I'd I'd be in a hole so like you kind of just have to back yourself and I think I think as well when you're working for yourself and stuff you're kind of like a one-man band so if i turn on myself then who am i going to have to build me back up so i think that like i went through a period where i was always there for my friends and i was saying no be, don't be so hard on yourself just get up you're doing great like so i kind of talk to myself like that now which really helps me
0: okay so you back back, back yourself is, yeah, the, is, is the key thing. yeah okay fantastic janet um tips what we're going to pick from you we've so the, the breathing stuff is really interesting mm. it was really really good uh if there's three key tips or points of advice you could give to people to get more mindfulness into their day what's it going to be Ooh,
3: tips it's really hard to do kind of the hard tips because it's a whole it's your life isn't I it i've been really mean to you, you are you the spot? It's yeah. just, okay i'm so glad i can say that yeah. it's like it's you know there isn't a hard and fast rule here's a tip you know to be more present in your life here's a, it's it's work it's hard like keeping fit like you know keeping your figure like keeping good skin all those things yeah, it it's effort. not easy um you need support you need to understand how important you are self-care Like that's basically it. it's, you know, yourself has to come first if you can do that, um, which is incredibly hard, you know, as a mother, you know, very difficult, you know, um, but that's that's the top tip. You start with yourself, like understanding, do you know what? Things are not great. I'm really stressed. Work is hard feel like a crap mother, I'm, you know, I've, you know, whatever it may be, a million and one things that are in our heads every day. OK, so I think if people can understand how important they are, you know, um, well, then they can work on, you know, better ways to become more self-aware, more present, you know, more connected. So it's it's huge. I don't have three top tips because it's, you know, it's every day and it's lifelong.
0: Okay, so it's well it's hard work is the first one. Yeah. That yeah. you know you're not selling it easy. It's not no, a quick fix, it takes no. a little bit of work. Life is Two hard. is put yourself first. Yes. Yeah. And then three is reflect potentially on where you are now and where you want to go.
3: Yeah, okay. That sounds good, Carl. Something yeah. <laughs> <I'm> along <laughs> <land> the lines <laughs>
0: of that. It's kind of what my job is to kind of absorb all the content. Yeah. Um folks, the key thing around summer is the fact that you had the crack, you had fun. Life is all about balance, it's the 80-20 approach to health. That's mm-hmm. what we always promote, not just on the podcast, but if you follow follow anyone online that's what real people promote because that's what real health actually is but it is important to get back on track you've heard from our panel in terms of getting the measurement started measuring something being optimistic and being positive the importance of sleep and the importance of being just more self-aware and backing yourself. There's a really positive emphasis on putting yourself first, patting yourself on the back and just pushing yourself forward and just realizing you're the number one and supporting yourself all the way through it. Now is the time to do it. By listening to the podcast. We know that you're interested in health. So the goal between this week and next is very, very simple. We're going to ask you to take some of those measurements on board to improve your sleep patterns to try and become a little bit more optimistic and have the faith and confidence in yourself and try and get some of those mindfulness things and do a little bit of work on yourself, get the pen and paper, put the stuff together and realize that yes, it's gonna take a little bit of work, but that's the 1% rule. A little bit of work every single week will improve things and improve your health as we go along. I really hope you enjoy our three fabulous experts. I'm gonna give a chance to tell you where you can find them.
1: Uh, Peter, we're gonna start with yourself. Um, so, first of all, anyway, you can find me on Instagram at Peter Thornton Wellness, um, and you can find me as part of Lay Healthcare's Health Coach Initiative. So, as I mentioned kind of at the start, um, you can uh, basically get, get a consultation um, through kind of your corporate, your workplace, or privately in one of the clinics at Dublin, Cork, Galway, Limerick as well. So, if you're looking to change your behavior, then uh, Leia Health Coach would be a great place to start. Fantastic. Holly?
2: Um, I'm on Instagram on Holly Carpenter and Twitter is Holly0910 because Holly Carpenter was taken I think <laughs> <laughs> and then also my other Instagram account is called Lovelift which is a jewellery and accessories brand um, where I'll be launching my second bag collection in October wow. so Amazing. that's exciting for me. <laughs> hey,
0: congratulations fantastic Thanks.
2: that's great so just give us those two accounts again. Um, Holly Carpenter and
0: Lovelift fantastic great and Janet
3: mine is Janet and what I am you know what I'm offering is courses anything from hour-long lunchtime sessions you know uh, on mindfulness we do eight. I can do eight week courses and um, come into a company and just you know tailor it to whatever people want you know small courses large courses um, and so people can have a look at the website and see what I
0: can offer Fantastic. Thank folks, thank you so much for listening to the Real Help Podcast, as always, and to our studio guests today. Really insightful, simple tips you can take away and use over the course of the coming weeks to get back on track after a wonderful, wonderful summer. As ever, we have lots more really funky episodes coming up next week. We're talking mindfulness with Alison Canavan, and the week after, we have a very special guest on the Real Help Podcast with lots of other cool episodes to come. Have a wonderful week, and we shall see you next week. Stronger so folks.
1: Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.